This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. And we have a busy one this week. We'll check in on the Vancouver Giants, a team that added at the trade deadline. GM Barclay Parnetta set to stop by in moments. The Red Deer Rebels are rolling in the Central. Points in 13 straight to close out January and right there in a battle with Medicine Hat atop the division. Kalen Lind is our guest. The Nashville Predators prospect will tell us how they're getting it done. Tempo WHL Player of the Week is Carter Yakimchuk of the suddenly surging Calgary Hitman. He's our guest. And two new Prince George Cougar records were set this past week by Riley Height. We'll hear more on that. First up. Well, the Vancouver Giants were buyers at the trade deadline, adding a couple of veteran forwards that have seemingly fit in very well. They've earned seven of their last eight possible points. And the general manager is Barkley Parnetta. Barkley, thanks for making time for us here on WHL this week. John, I'm excited and I'm super happy to be on with you. Oh, wow. I never usually get that reaction, so I do appreciate that uh, from you today. Uh, let's talk about this here. You, you made some bold moves. You said early that you didn't want to be a seller. You wanted to be a buyer for the organization this season, and it seems like so far those moves have paid off for you. I think so. I mean, initial impact, obviously. Uh, we did some smaller things earlier, and those all sort of worked out. But obviously, when you get players like Levis and Zimmer come in and have an immediate impact on the score sheet, whether it's a hat trick or a winning goal in the shootout, it certainly makes you feel better. But we were just at that point where we kind of were teetering you know, which way do we go? What do we do? Uh, obviously, Sam Honsik hadn't been a part of our team for the majority of the season with his injury and then going to World Juniors. So we felt like, hey, Sam come back, comes back. That's like getting like a top-end guy in a trade for free. Uh, Kyron Gronick, he's, he's healthier sooner than we expected. All of a sudden, you know, our roster got a little deeper uh, scoring-wise, and that's what we needed to address. We had some kids here that were... Uh, uh, really good kids that, that served a, a certain role, but the lack of scoring really was what we had to address at that point. So we kind of went away a little more from that grid and, and leaned more into the scoring direction. Because the last couple of years, right, you had to kind of take a, a swallow at the deadline and, and move out your, your top player in back-to-back years, your captain. So I know there was really no appetite to go down that road again. No, there wasn't. You know, I mean, with Ostapchuk, we really weren't planning on trading him that year, and Obviously, the market was really hot with uh, Kamloops hosting it, and there's three, four really good teams that sort of changed our philosophy. But I'll tell you what, when as a general manager and, and some people that have been in that room, whether you're a player, manager, or staff, like when you go in at the deadline and, and, and you just tell them, hey, we just traded our captain uh, or a really big part of your team, it's a bit of a letdown. The older guys tend to think, oh, great, well, you know, I guess this is it. And the young guys kind of get excited because they think, oh, more ice for me. But it was we're at the point now where instead of going in for a third year in a row to say, hey, we moved out these guys for the future, show these kids that have lived through this that, you know what, we're building with them and we're going to get better and help them so they can all be a part of this as opposed to some kid five years from now when none of these players are here anymore. Let's talk about uh, Connor Levis and and Zimmer who come in for you. You had to give up, you know, multiple seconds and thirds. You had a lot of draft capital from the trades we just talked about here. So um, obviously, you know, the prices were a little bit high this year again, but uh, you probably feel you get good value uh, based on, you know, recent return on investment here so far in the early going. Yeah, the ROI has been quite good initially. And (laughs) we were kind of mindful of hoping that things worked out for not just this year, but next year as well. And and that, 
remains yet to be seen. You know, Connor's drafted by Winnipeg and, you know, we want to help do our best to make sure that he gets a contract. And then if he's back next year, obviously it's a, it's a big plus for us to sort of help round out to get to that pro game. And, and that's what we were really looking at is, okay, how do we add scoring? How do we get quality players? And, you know, the market price for a really good 19 year old, that would be an overage in the summer probably would have been similar to what we paid in all honesty. Like, you know, you're probably looking at a second and a third and perhaps even uh, a first and a third for players of those caliber. So uh, we also needed to address our center spot, which was uh, lacking. Uh, we didn't have the depth that we needed, and my coach made me aware of that, so we helped him with that. We got some guys that, you know, Connor's been playing center, and, and so is Zimmer, and they, they both are doing quite well there. What I really like from your team is your 16-year-old crop, and I think that uh, Cameron Schmidt has come to the forefront. We mentioned Connor Levis. You said Samuel Hanza. Well, I think last check, Schmidt was on that line as a 16-year-old, and he really looks to be a dynamic player for you moving forward. You must be really happy with your, your group of 16-year-olds up front. Yeah, we've got four. We've got three forwards and then the one defenseman, Alain, and very happy that we're able to sort of keep these guys engaged in games, playing with a build towards the future. But that's also why the trades helped. And, you know, the kids that we had were good leaders, but we brought some kids in like Connor, who's been through a Memorial Cup and everything I'd heard or know about him as a person really sort of hit the marks of high character. And he can help mentor these younger kids that really do need guidance because as good as they have been, you know what, it's hard to figure out this league when they face adversity and maybe not necessarily where they're supposed to be. And these older guys that have lived through it are able sort of to relate to them much better. So that helps. But Schmitty, I mean, he's, it doesn't take long to notice him if you come to a game. He's definitely electric and, and a real exciting player to watch that has a really bright future and, and certainly entertaining, that's for sure. It's a great fight again. You know, you have another team uh, in the West now, 11. So uh, that means three teams miss the playoffs. You're in the seventh spot as we speak. You know, Spokane's right there, Tri's right there. Seattle probably doesn't feel that they want to go away quietly. And the Kamloops Blazers are in their best stretch of the season. You're in that seven hole, but I think there's a feeling amongst those teams in, you know, five, six, seven, eight that you need to get to that 4-5 hole in the first round if you can. Is that conceivable for the Giants this year? It is. The 4-5 hole is a little bit further to attain, but that's where we're looking. We're looking up at the standings. We're not looking back. Uh, I think we have to uh, in order for us. And, uh, and also our fate's in our own hand. Uh, you know what? We've got to win our games that we need to win, and, and then we should be fine. We might get some luck where the odd night, uh, you know, out of uh, – conference team comes in and and pops one of the teams that we're competing with but at the end of the day it's up to us to sort of steer our own fate and and make sure that we're where we need to be and and that's what we're looking up ahead whether we get there or not i I, we'll see but i think we have a much better chance now with uh, the recent acquisitions and you're doing this with a brand new head coach i know michael dick uh, meant a lot to the organization and was there for a number of years and instilled a, a good work ethic with the Giants. Manny Viveros comes in this season, uh, and it seems, lately anyways, uh, that the team is finding their stride here. Tell me about the transition with Manny this year and how that's going. You know what? It's actually kind of interesting because Manny is a very experienced coach in the Western Hockey League. You know, He's been to league championships, and it doesn't seem like it was that long ago that he was in the league. Uh, you know, He went to Henderson, was a head coach there, but... It's amazing when he came back that the three or four years that he's gone at how different the kids are already. And he, he noticed that right away, uh, just how you have to communicate and, and explain things to them 
as opposed to when he was here earlier. And, of course, the two teams that he last coached in our league were always older teams, and they both were quite good, you know, 40 wins in Spokane, and obviously the cup run in Swift with a lot of high, high high-end guys. So having a younger group was an adjustment, and I think Manny's done a really good job at that. He's a a really good communicator. Uh, He's an excellent guy to work with and, and, and open to anything. So, it, the transition took a little bit longer than I thought for him only because of that fact. I don't think he realized the difference in sort of the mindsets of the kids that he'd be dealing with. And, you know, and, and he's really adapted that well. And, and I think we're starting to roll here now. Finally, WHL schedule keeps coming at you. Tough weekend, right? Prince George, Everett. Like, I mean, you're, you're going to be tested this weekend maybe to see where you're at. Yeah, I think so. I, and, and those are the teams you want to measure up against are, are, are the best teams in the league. And, you know what, if we want to have any chance in doing something in the playoffs, you know what, we have to come up with some wins and, and keep pace here. So, you know, PG are coming off a long road trip. Uh, I think they've been away for a while. And then Everett just always are pretty relentless and, and a solid effort. They've got well-coached. Both those teams very well-coached. And, and uh, you know what, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Unfortunately, I won't be able to watch them. I'm going to be on the road scouting. But uh, I'll watch them on video, I guess, and then come back. Well, you have all those first-round picks here ahead, so you have to do some scouting for sure, Barkley. So that's that's a good problem yeah. to have for sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Bark, thanks for being our guest here on WHL this week. Good luck down the stretch. Thanks a lot, John. And you're doing a great job. I enjoy listening to your bits here that we get. From the drop of the puck to the Edge Chanel Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Red Deer Rebels have fought their way all the way back from a potential playoff spot to fighting for the Central Division banner. Voice of the Rebels, Troy Gillard on the road, sat down with the red-hot Kalen Lind. Thanks, John, here with Red Deer Rebels forward Kalen Lind. And uh, Linder, as you and I sit here this morning, uh, you're on a career-high eight-game point streak. So obviously uh, things are going pretty well for you right now. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, playing on a good pace right now, I feel. I feel like I've kind of found my game really nice right now, and I'm playing with some really good line mates. Ollie and Briggs have been awesome since I've started to play with them, and then our power plays started to have been clicking, and everything's starting to come together, so I'm very happy with everything that's going on right now. Now, knock on wood, this is really the first time all year this season that you're in the lineup for an extended run of games, so that certainly has to feel good as well. Yeah, you know, it's awesome. It, you never Guys never want to go through injury in hockey, especially kind of in your younger years it's pretty tough I had a that obviously my injury last year that held me out for a couple games and then didn't play much in the first half this year and it's been pretty tough on me so I'm hoping just for a healthy second half and a healthy playoffs. Now the win streak comes to an end uh, in Prince Albert but uh, you helped come through in the clutch with the goal with uh, 34 seconds left Uh, how cool was that moment to help your team get a point that night? Yeah it was awesome you know we were coming in here but you know we wish we got the win obviously would have pushed our win streak to 10 games but uh, you know we came in here and we maybe had a slower start again we kind of need to pick that up maybe a little bit our team we've kind of found maybe a couple slow starts recently but uh then we found our game and played all, actually very well last night and then uh, pushed right till the end of the game and obviously got a goal at the end of the game there late and got us an extra point, which we'll take a point if we need to. Yeah, it keeps the point streak alive and uh, you wouldn't have perhaps thought it uh, even a month ago, but uh, now you're just two points back going into the weekend behind Medicine Hat for first place in the Central Division. So you're putting the pressure on. The race is on now. Yeah, you know, we we always want to win that Central Division. It's a pretty big thing. We won it last year, and it was pretty exciting for our team. It's uh, 
it's going to be a big for us, big challenge this weekend. We're going into 3-3 three and three this weekend, which is going to be a big challenge, obviously, against three good teams. So we'll see what goes on there. Hopefully we can see a couple wins out there and then pull into first place and keep going on from there. Chatting with Red Deer Rebels forward Kalen Lind, of course, a signed prospect of the uh, Nashville Predators. And uh, just talk about the, the relationship you've developed with the Nashville Predators since you were selected by them at that draft in Nashville last summer. Yeah, you know, my relationship with the Predators has been awesome. I, uh, you're obviously very thankful when you get a contract at a young age and obviously so soon after the draft, it kind of almost seemed like you kind of felt like I was in the place I wanted to be because they were so happy to have me there and wanted me to be there. It was awesome. And then obviously I went to camp this year and had an awesome camp. I think I was one of the more kind of guys that was more showing out at kind of showed my skills more than other guys I feel like I feel like I played really good in my exhibition game and throughout the whole camp and I had a awesome time there you know the staff it's first class organization everything was awesome there you don't really it's the NHL you don't really get much better than that well you don't get better than that so yeah it was it was awesome now if I recall correctly that wasn't uh, your first trip to Nashville for the NHL draft you had been there a few times previously I uh, yes I have been I was uh there when I was younger for spring hockey a couple times there you go and you're a country boy from Saskatchewan uh, just going to Music City Nashville Tennessee that just seems like a natural fit overall yeah it was awesome I was there for a week before the draft just hanging out with my family and stuff and just like country everywhere it was so awesome to hear and boots and hats and everything it was just so cool to see so now that uh, not only are you drafted by nashville you've signed your contract with them as you mentioned uh the, the boys here with the rebels kind of give you the elbow once in a while uh, give you the, the treatment <laughs> yeah you know sometimes i kind of maybe step up on the bill a little bit one cut the odd time when we went out this year but yeah it's been awesome you know we kind of took the boys out one night and had a good night with them and i got some food and stuff but uh other than that we've just kind of yeah, just normal guy, just one of the guys on the team. Chatting with Red Deer Rebels forward, Kalen Lind. Uh, Lind, just talk about this group overall. You mentioned a moment ago there, having a lot of fun with the boys, but uh, it really does look like a, a tight-knit Red Deer Rebels group. Yeah, we have an awesome group here. The boys are awesome. We have, we in Red Deer, you got to have a pretty close, tight-knit group where Brent will notice, and he'll be on top of you to get a tight-knit group. But, uh, yeah, when, ever since I've been 16, and fit, when I, even when I was 15 and I came into the bubble, like, the groups in Red Deer have been awesome every single year, and this year is just as tight as any. It might be the most tight out of any of those groups. Everyone's so tight and can talk to anyone on this team and likes to play with anyone and joke around and have fun. Our bus kind of our bus gets a little wild sometimes, but it's been, it's been an awesome year so far. Derek Walser, first-year head coach with the Red Deer Rebels. What's it been like getting to know him and, and playing for him? Yeah, you know, it's been awesome. Wally's a great coach. You know, it was his first year becoming a head coach in the kind of major junior hockey league he was in a winning organization in peterborough so you knew it was going to be awesome coming having him here and uh you know he's been awesome i he's been great for us he's been great for my development he's been great for our team i think we kind of each of us all of us had time a little bit of time to adjust at the start of the year i think maybe that was kind of a little bit to a little slow start but once we adjusted to each other i think our whole team was just like came together and we started believing in all the systems and it's been awesome and he's an awesome coach and he's one of the best all-around people you can have 
finally Kalen uh, it was a fantastic month of January for the Rebels uh, just taking a look at the Eastern Conference you've seen what the other teams have done to sort of load up uh, leading up to that January 10 trade deadline but uh, how excited or how confident are you for what the, the Rebels may be able to accomplish going down the stretch here yeah you know you can obviously feel something in the air here you obviously feel like there's a little spark or feel something that we kind of got a chance this year and we're a really good team outside here and we just got to do what we can and keep our heads down and keep grinding i think teams are starting to notice what the rebels can do and how hard we play but uh i think that's kind of just what we got to keep doing not worry about what anyone else is doing just do what we do and play hard every single night it doesn't matter who it is looking forward to seeing how it all turns out kaylin thanks for doing this appreciate it awesome thank you very much troy the western hockey league player of the week Hey, the Tempo WHL Player of the Week is uh, maybe he's he's becoming a friend of the show. We've chatted with him a few times here in the last little bit. Carter Yakumchuk of the Calgary Hitmen comes off a couple of good games as the Hitmen keep on uh, keeping their nose right in the thick of things in the uh, Eastern Conference playoff chase. Uh, Carter, first of all, it seems that you know you guys have made some moves for sure. You you traded out some veteran players, but yet you've you've been rolling right along here. Yeah, yeah, like you said, uh, at the deadline, we trade some of our, our veteran guys and some of our older guys, but uh, the young guys in the room have all, all stepped up to the plate and all, all found their role in the team really well, and we've been, we've been playing really well together since, uh, since the trade deadline, so it's been really good. How tough is it to watch two veteran 20-year-old leaders leave the room uh, basically within a day of each other? Yeah, it was, you know, it was tough to say, say goodbye to those guys. I mean, uh, both been hitmen for four or five years and have done a lot for our team but in that being said it was a great opportunity for younger guys and for myself to step up and be a leader in the room five points in two games uh you've reached the 20 goal plateau you said fourth in defenseman scoring right now with uh, 47 points in 42 games as we speak uh it's clicked for you uh but obviously you've you've been in the offensive mindset now for a while so how's the season in your eyes going for you carter yeah, it's it's been going really well. I mean, uh, playing on a great team, lots of great teammates that uh, distribute the puck really well. So it's it's uh, it's easy to get in the right spots for them when you got uh, so many good players that can find you. Fresh off the uh, the CHL NHL top prospects game, what was that experience like in in Moncton for you? Uh, it was great. Uh, a lot of fun there, and it was it was really cool to play with uh, lots of different guys from from all over Canada and from different leagues and to see, you know, how they play and to get to know them better as uh, players and also people. So it was a, it was a great experience overall. What's that dynamic like? You know, you're you're put together as individuals, but yet you form a team and you're all sort of intercompeting with each other to, you know, see who gets selected higher at the NHL draft this summer. So what's that dynamic like? Uh, I don't think, I don't think that was uh, really in anyone's minds. Everyone's out there, you know, Obviously, super competitive game, uh, lots of emotion, but it was it was fun, right? Everyone was out there just uh, playing their game, doing what they can do, and just just having fun with each other. Carson Wetch, your teammate, you uh, you played with him uh, in the top prospects experience here. That must have been nice to share with a teammate. Yeah, it was super cool having having Wetchy there, uh, a familiar face. You know, I could I could talk to and to go to for stuff. So going through that whole experience with him and going through the whole kind of draft experience with him so far has been, been really special. It was uh, the game featuring the top uh, players, NHL Central Scouting rankings in North America, in the WHL. Midterm rankings put you sixth on that list. Just your thoughts on that ranking uh, as you get closer here to the stretch run. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's an honor to have, you know, have my name uh, that high up on the list with uh, so many talented players, but uh, just got to keep going. There's uh, you know, a lot of hockey left to be played, but yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty cool to see that. Yeah. Like for me, this is like finally putting some respect on the name for you. Like, I think, you know, maybe the, the early rankings were a little bit lower for yourself. It seemed like, and maybe they're like, Hey, you have an offensive mobile, big body defenseman here, uh, which the NHL covets. Was this ranking maybe in your eyes a bit more justified? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously I was, I was super happy with it. I thought, uh, you know, it was it was a pretty high ranking, and I was I was super proud of myself to to see my name there. All right, so what do you need to do to keep on coming along here with with Calgary and and make a playoff push and also help your draft stock here before before the summer? Yeah, I think our you know our team needs to keep playing to our identity. Uh, we're not the you know not the most skilled team, but we we're a hardworking team and we're a gritty team, and that helps us that helps us win games at the end of the night. So we we got to keep to that and stick to that, and we'll we'll uh, have a good push for the playoffs. And let's set up the weekend here for you, Carter. What's ahead here? What's uh, what's the plan here as you guys get set here for another weekend in the WHL with, what, seven weeks to go in the regular season? Yeah, we got a, a big weekend ahead. We got a three and three, so we're just getting prepared for that, and it's going to be an important weekend for our team as uh, we, need, uh, we need these points. Okay, well, hey, congratulations on uh, being the Tempo WHL Player of the Week and uh, pushing Calgary back in that eighth and final playoff spot uh, here in the last uh, few games. So keep it going, and, uh, and thanks for being our guest. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. He's just 18, but he can say now he's the Prince George Cougars' all-time leader in assists and points. Cole Waldy spoke with Riley Height on the accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, you know it uh, you know means a lot. I mean, obviously, I couldn't you know do without uh, you know all my you know, first all family support and uh, you know my teammates have been unbelievable ever since I've been here. Uh, you know, at 15, and um, the staff around here is just exceptional and uh, really made me feel like you know at home from day one. So uh, you know that helps out a lot. And um, yeah, we have a special group here this year, and you know it's just exciting to be a part of for sure. Could you ever imagine when you came here at 15 to in your 200th game to already set these two accolades, impressive accolades at that? Would you ever have imagined that when you came in here at age 15? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, um, like I said again, uh, you know, it wouldn't happen with all my teammates' success with, you know, around me. I put with a lot of good players and, um, yeah, I've just been fortunate enough to, you know, been been, you know, in this spot at the right time. And, uh, yeah, we have a good team now, and uh, it's been a building process over the last, you know, three or four years I've been here. But, um, like I said, just super excited, uh, you know, to see what happens here. And, uh, you know, our, our team's all in and uh, ready to go. So. Your family has been, you know, very well-traveled, I would say, uh, on the road trips. And they were here to, to witness uh, the history that, that you made last night. Maybe just your thoughts on the family uh, to, to come to all these games and, and to have your support really from day one. Yeah, I mean it's super special. I can't you know thank them enough. Obviously, they're uh, they've all been you know I have a number of family members as well, even outside of that. But um, yeah, no, especially my you know mom and dad have just been the you know biggest support for me. And you know I can't do without them anything. Honestly, with uh, you know hockey, there's a lot of tough things that uh, you know a guy goes through, and uh, you know they're the ones who get you out of it every time. So um, and you know even my brother surprised me this trip too, which was awesome to see. He's, Going through an injury and also he's not playing hockey, so it's uh, good to see him out here as well. And, and you know, my grandpa obviously he's been here since day one too. So, have you had a chance to kind of, I guess, relax a little bit, check out social media, just all the love that you have received, not just from family and friends, but also the fans around Prince George? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I try not to look too much, obviously, but I mean, um, you know, you're going to look always. But uh, yeah, no, it's awesome to see. And yeah, again, I can't thank them enough for support that everyone gives me. And um, yeah, like I said, our, uh, our team's uh, you know going in the right direction here, and I really want to uh, you know make that clear. And uh, we're uh, we're super excited. You mentioned the right direction. You've been here since 15, and it seems like every year you've been here, just not for yourself. You've gotten better, obviously, but the team's gotten better also. You're in the spot right now where you're at, you know, right among the top teams in the country. And uh, just for yourself and this team, how, I guess, rewarding is it to be in this position right now? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. It, uh, you know, it's a pleasure, but it also comes with, you know, a lot of uh, responsibility and, and uh, pressure. So, I mean, um, Obviously, everyone knows we're, we're going through a little bit of a slump right now, but I mean that happens to you know the best teams who you know going to win you know whatever Stanley Cups ever it is. So um, we're just trying to you know figure out some things, and um, you know I think it's good to you know fight a bit of adversity throughout the year. You don't want it just to be easy because I think when you know the hard times come, it's when you can get through them. And um, yeah, as a whole group here, we're uh, we're all really close, which helps a lot. We're like a family in here, and uh, you know we can't you know talk about that enough, which helps our team you know for the success on the ice, but. Um, yeah, no, we just want to keep moving here in the right direction, and um, yeah, it's been it's been a building process throughout the last you know three years, and um, you know, it just seems to get better every year. And again, our organization's done you know such a good job at uh, you know preparing us for that and, and making the right moves at the right times, and uh, we fully you know believe we got the team this year. So, hey, that's the show. I want to say thanks to Troy in Red Deer with his team on the road this week, and Cole in Prince George for their help. I'm John Keane. Have a great weekend.